0: It's been a long weekend for uh, Papa Z. Papa <laughs> Boss. Z! Boss. No, never,
1: <laughs> never,
0: ever again. What? No. no, no Papa Z. I say that to no. my wife all the time. I say Papa I call myself Z. Vitamin Z too. Vitamin
1: Z. Vitamin Z. It's my rap name. Oh, it's Vitamin God. Z.
0: God. But like, hey, give some sugar to Vitamin Z, and then she's like. I'm you can't live here anymore. And I was like, come on. Come on. Get you some vitamin Z, baby. And she's it's like, no. Z, vitamin no, Z. No. Spare bedroom. <laughs> spare bedroom. Uh all right. Alright. Alright, all right, we ready to wrap this thing up. I uh, so so are we not doing odds and ends then? To odds and ends. To I mean Sorry, odds you and ends. Said, is, ra- just, you said wrap this thing up like we're going to plugs. All the fucking times that you have failed to say the right shit, or oh, failed to time. fucking do, you're
2: fucking gonna give me this shit now. Yeah, because you're the shining beacon. You're the one
0: who guides us through the shit show. You can't fuck up. You pick because I don't know what to beacon, do, man. There, there's something <laughs> wrong with the beacon, man. That's I am not just the just right beacon. To any-
2: anytime i have to do a, a kayla and me show it's it's all a fucking clown oh, job yeah. shit show okay of me just saying words
0: all right neil shut up so i can start the ads and ends.
1: <laughs> <laughs> start time to get your fix it's a horrible gaming podcast it's not good it's not great horrible gaming podcast it's not even what you would call fair it's really not that good horrible gaming podcast uh, hello my name is Zachary
0: with old man gaming you, dear listener, have chosen for whatever reason to listen to another horrible gaming podcast. But I am not alone. Mostly, I'm never alone. With me is
2: Neil, aka a tiny wizard.
0: On the fa- on the face stuff, I always point the wrong way. Like whenever I say like "with me is," I always like go to point <laughs> at you, and then I just point at the wrong. Like I point at the, wrong the mirror. Way. Yeah, yeah. I, po- like, I point I wanna... at the little Seamus toy behind me. Is what I end up pointing at. I always try to
2: like – I've tried to point at things on the shelf back here before, and uh-huh. I always screw it up. It's like where? Where is it? Where, where is it? And like, I have to do that slow, awkward
0: like <laughs> shift. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Well, we're back with that live show. I saw that a lot of you tuned in to the interview show. I appreciate that. Uh, that is one of our most viewed podcasts so far. Uh, so thank you very much. Um, I'm sure that bump comes from – the people we had on, and I appreciate them taking the time. William Holowin, Bloody Nose, all of you guys, uh, Grandpa Gamer, taking the time to be on the show, uh, and just come chat with me, get to know you guys a little bit more as gamers. But before I get into all of this, I'm getting ahead of myself. We got we to gotta thank the people who helped us make this possible. Above our ugly mugs is a custom graphic. It was designed by Mr. Mark Bell. He does all the custom graphics here at the channel. We thank him for that. Then, of course, the theme song for this show and all of the shows here at Old Man Gaming are, is provided by the man who makes the music, my brother, Nick Vansliders. Sliders. We thank him for that. We'll be right back with everybody's favorite fan interaction. Horrible
1: Gaming Podcast.
0: That brings us... To our first segment, our most important segment, that is fan interaction. That's where we, the co-hosts, talk with you guys, the fans. We read out all your comments that you posted, and as per se usual, we were not live last week. So I mean, we're never live, but we didn't do an actual <laughs> show last week. We had a pre-recorded one, so we're gonna be reading two weeks of fan interaction because that's what we do here. We got commitment. We got commitment.
2: Uh, what if for the 200th episode of the podcast we actually do it live?
0: Uh, that might not be a bad idea. I'm not against that. But what are we at now? We're at 178. That's coming up. We could do a live show. I'm all right with that. Yeah, before the but year. With the sad failure the that we out. would be doing it on a Sunday night at 930. Who's going to fucking stay up to watch this at 930 on Sunday night? <laughs> <laughs> I guess we could just do it on Wednesday night. But That's we, true. We'd have to schedule it so it's in prime time. We'd have to both take the time to be there a little bit earlier is the, the unfortunate. That's true. Thing. Yeah. We'll work out a schedule, work out a schedule. Maybe that'll be it. You guys let us in the comments. Do you want us to do this live? Is that our special 200, you know, or should we just stop? <laughs> just end it all. Right just, here. Just now. end it all.
2: <laughs> just good like try. And subscribe. You guys missed. Yeah.
0: Like, comment like. subscribe. if we or, want to or, don't, <laughs> or don't, I guess. Or if you want to end it all. All right. So from two weeks ago, Going back to uh, um, uh, our our great... Fr- uh, oh, this show. You made me so mad at this show. And now I got to reread these comments. I completely forgot about it. Uh, here we go. William Holland yeah. starts us off. Hi! Exclamation point. Hey, Neil. Go talk to Amy. <laughs> yeah. So, Zach. Oh, you're so obnoxious. So, Zach. I agree. It's fine to enjoy a game for whatever reasons. Would you say it's... Fine to not enjoy a game for any reasons trying to save you, Neil. I'm going to respond <laughs> to that right now before I continue. My problem here, Will, is that Neil is not liking it for not real reasons because every open world does all the things that he d- he is complaining about. If he's complaining about this, he should be complaining about every open world game he's literally ever played. They all have linear, linear quest building. They all make you do shit like this. The only problem Neil has is it's one character per area, whereas G GTA has like four or five different characters per area and rotates them. That's the only fucking difference. That's my problem here, Will, is that Neil's problems aren't real. He woke up one morning and decided to hate this game. That's my problem. That's my problem. I don't hate it. I don't hate it.
2: Like I said, I give it like a six and a half. Six is hating it. This is ha- if if you're an IGNer. Six I was going to I, I don't operate on. Six the is IG- a one-on-five right there.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I uh, I listened to that video by the way, uh, the IGN when they uh, they talked oh, about that. We had such about that
0: before. Such it garbage! It really
2: was trash. They're like, oh, trash. well, we really only talk about stuff that people like. So. <laughs> That's, we uh, kind of think it's pointless to give anything bo- uh, a 5 or below, but then happens why are you doing if happens if it's a
0: surprise. That's that's my thing. Why are you doing ratings? Because you want to get on Metacritic. That that yeah. shit is such bullshit. It's such bullshit. I was with them back in the day when they reviewed literally every game that came down the pike. You remember that? Yeah. That we were still doing shows. We had started doing shows when they used to do that, and just every game got a review. Like... Almost every game got a review. Game Informer did that too. I don't know if they still do.
2: I haven't had Game
0: Informer in
2: years. Because then you
0: you had ones, you had twos, you had threes, you had all sorts of shit. Now they only review the big name AAA things or the indie stuff that gets a lot of hype. And with that being said, you're only giving reviews from six to ten, man. What the fuck, man? It's ridiculous. They'll
2: occasionally throw a five in there, but I can't remember the last time I saw a four they gave I a think 4 to Cyberpunk. Wanted
0: Dead. Wanted Dead they gave a 4 to. Oh, uh, okay. It was a recent one, but that's the only one that's been recent. Like, if you scroll back through, it's all like 6s and 8s. If you go mm-hmm. on the app, it's ridiculous. Uh, but, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, moving on from Neil's complete and total failure to have good taste the street fighter mobile game will most likely feature some gotcha mechanics to oh, get yeah. new fighters parentheses with a star rating from one to five isn't that 100 percent 100 percent. in your party uh still curious about it though uh and then he says for my off topic this week i've been playing a lot of scourge bringer it's rogue light but very very fast paced it's hard but it's been years since I've felt that sense of accomplishment, of getting better at a game. Oh, and the music. It's Doom 2016 level of good. Such nice. a great game, and it's available on pretty much everything from PC to mobile. Give it a shot. Thanks for the show. Cheers. Parentheses. <laughs> Hashtag go talk to Amy.
2: <laughs>
0: then Asylum 66 says Ha 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 Love the Sonic story Don't play Dark Souls Neil They don't tell you anything <laughs> Oh yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Jason then jumps in uh, Is the day before The cowboy hat game Is the day before the cowboy hat game I'll probably have Looked it up before anyone Reads this but whatever to which he then says all right all right all right yes it is <laughs> okay i don't remember a cowboy hat but yeah it's it's a weird one it's a weird one all their trailers have looked really good but then everything we hear about it is not good <laughs> and that's the that's the thing but the, the reason it should be followed is it's i think the most wish list wish listed game on steam currently so it's it's got that weird groundswell but there's just so much weird shady stuff going on with it that nobody can, like, confirm or deny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jason then finishes by saying, my odds and ends is huge, too. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, sir. Fair enough. Uh, all right. So then let's scroll up. Got to switch that page to the interview show. Um, so last week, uh, we took kind of off uh so instead of uh doing a normal show what we did was i did some interviews with some of our community members i like to do this sometimes uh so that we can take a week off Uh, basically i pick community members who have contributed something to us who do shows with us who comment a lot stuff like that i just interview them about gaming and their experience with gaming uh so uh, our first interviewer last, and, and I was really proud of the last interview show. I think it was one of the best interview shows I've done personally. Uh, I urge everybody to go back and check it out. Our first interviewee was William Hohen. Hi, exclamation point. Thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun to be there. And super happy to know more about the people in our community. Smiley face. Cheers. And no hashtag. Uh, surprising. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Will. You should have hashtagged it. I should have hashtagged it. <laughs> hashtag, no hashtag.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, that'd be good. it would be good. I didn't do that, though. So, uh, But that would be good. Uh, old Man Gaming, when he sees me pantless. Uh, and then he has a timestamp, and that's from Giblet Gaming. Just so everybody knows, who has not checked out Bloody Nose's channel, Bloody Nose does a lot of games with Gibby Gaming or Gibbit Gaming. And, uh, he is a crazy person. He's also been in our Discord, if you have noticed a bunch of weird, crazy Discord things, and thought, hey, that's not Filthy Phil doing it. Who's that? It's him. Uh, hi, hi, Gibba Gaming. Nice to have you in the community, you crazy SOB. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> then Bloody Nose comments and said, oh, this one is fire. Thank you, Bloody Nose. Thank you for being here. I urge everybody to go check out William Hohen and Bloody Nose's YouTube channel separately. Uh, they both have some interesting stuff. Bloody Nose does really cool Let's Plays uh, and clip shows uh, with both Gibby Gaming and by himself. And then William Hohen also does Let's Plays, but they're more like very deep dive independent games uh, that you don't really hear a lot about. Uh, then we had backdraft. Uh, shots fired. I don't. I don't know what the shots were or who they were fired at. Um, but high backdraft. <laughs> uh, and then Jason. I don't think I answered the favorite game either. I. Sh- I don't think you did, man. I don't think you did. I don't think you did. If I recall correctly, I think you were like, nope, not gonna do it. And then we just moved on. <laughs> Uh, so that's, that's fan interaction. Did you listen to the show last week there, champ? I did not, of course. Yeah. I yep. did not. Yep. 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 Hey, hey I, I told you I had a wild yep. week at Hey, work. man. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I am used to, after three years, feeling constantly listening. alone in all of the pursuits of the channel. That's totally fine. That's totally fine. Well, I kind of listen to no. it from time to time when kayla yeah, got in the man. car. Yeah, man, no problem, man. I get it, I get it, I get it. I stand against the wares by myself, babe. I got it. No problem, no problem. So anybody else out there, uh, send your new co-host application to uh, to Old Man Gaming. You can find me on the Discord. Um <laughs> your your first requirement has to be commit, you will listen to the shows at the very least. All right, <laughs> we're gonna move on. I'm gonna stop giving Neil some shit. We're gonna talk about the Nintendo Direct, although I think we're a little bit behind the the time on that, but we're gonna talk about it because yeah. I need some cheering up and let's face it. I'm gonna get a whole lot of cheering up if you guys watch the Nintendo Direct <laughs> and also watch the Prediction show. Still smiling Uh, at the camera. Sometimes it's just worth it, guys. Sometimes. All right.
1: We'll be right back with our talking point. Horrible Gaming Podcast. All right. Ladies and
0: gentlemen, we're a little bit behind. So we're going to be talking about a little bit of old news. But bear with us, man. Bear with us there's been smaller stories talking about i think it's worth talking about so nintendo had its direct for february 2023 uh while we were on our little break um and uh yeah yeah there's a lot of things announced we're gonna go through them go through our thoughts uh go through how we think nintendo's doing i think um i mean we did the same thing we do these with all the shows really Mm -hmm. all the big ones anyway uh so i guess we should talk about the the first thing right off the bat right
2: well, which thing is the first thing? Because I don't think this goes in order in this article.
0: Uh, well, I'm just I'm just going by article. I mean Zelda, right? Yeah. So yeah. we're going by article, guys. We we we're old and we don't have the memory capacity to remember how it actually aired. So just bear with us. We're we're we we pulled up an article so we could remind ourselves because I I watched a little bit of it. I, like, and I was I was hollering for one section, but that was for personal selfish reasons so uh
2: i guess yeah we'll start with zelda here and sure sure there's a part of this that wasn't mentioned at all uh (laughs) and uh it's gonna be 70 dollars yeah yeah because literally just because reasons there's no (laughs) well there's no reason other than because we want to charge more for the
0: game because it's not am, like a next gen thing i am really surprised you want to talk about this first because i i'm kind of surprised you want to talk about this this was going to be my uh zach negative rant at the end honestly. Uh,
2: well the reason why i kind of want to talk about it first is because I didn't, I, I, didn't didn't see see I didn't
0: see this i didn't
2: you didn't see that i didn't see this i didn't hear this i didn't anything yeah. about this and in this article here, uh, it says straight up and down, it's going to be the first Switch game to retail for sixty nine
0: ninety nine. dollars 99 Yep. Uh, uh, well, I also have another big problem with it. it uh, what, what is the capacity of the Switch, just base model for storage?
2: Oh, God. Do you remember? Um, I think it's 32 or 64 gigabyte, one of the two.
0: This is more than that. This game requires like something like 50 gigs or something like that. Oh my god. So you are charging us $70, $70 a premium price for a game that cannot play on our system without an SD card. They're just assuming we already have an SD card. I'm pretty sure it's more. If it's not more, it's literally the entirety of the hard drive. I remember looking this up at the time, but it's been two weeks. Neil's
2: looking it up. Uh, yes, Radio. yes, he is. Um, yeah. So the Switch OLED has 64 gigabytes of internal storage. Okay. So if you download the digital version of the game, you need a fucking SD card.
0: You need a fucking SD card. If you, you need a fucking SD card to have two, to, to have the first one and the second one. Like, that's yeah. insane. To have both games, you need a fucking SD card. Um, and you're charging us more. Like, that's my problem. Like, okay, fine. Game Games go up. We need an SD card. Everybody buying a Switch at the time knew that they were going to need an SD card. Like, I mean, come on. They had like a 30 gig, whatever. Or 64 gig on or But to make a game first party that then requires an extra $10 price tag, you're not giving us any more for it, while also having this huge gigabyte requirement, is just a slap in the face of the consumers. And I'm kind of surprised that there hasn't been at least a little bit more pushback on this from that angle. Like, everybody's like, the $70 thing's a little annoying, but Zelda. Okay, but... (laughs) Like, you just take for granted that everybody's already bought an SD card. Like, it's not included... Hardware. You're requiring somebody to buy extra hardware to play this game that you're now selling at a price above what normal games are priced at.
2: Well, I think there's going to be this misconception that people like, even still to this day, like, let's say your average, like, not hardcore casual gamer has, let's say, an Xbox Series S and they download and install call of duty well guess what half of your storage space is taken up by one game Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of people may not necessarily know that and i i do wish that they would have like a because i don't think they have on the switch boxes uh guess it really doesn't super matter for the switch box because you know it's on the the game cartridge anyways, but like a lot of the disc based games all have something on the back that says something about the storage requirements Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for install and everything. Not even a general idea, Mm -hmm. you know, because I know like even myself, like some of the games on the switch have an install that does have to take place, even though it's using a card, but that's primarily for your updates, Mm -hmm. but there's no mention of it.
0: Yeah. Well, and I, I think that comes back to Nintendo marketing themselves as a toy. And, and they've done that a long time. It's very frustrating because mm-hmm. I, I, I've spoke about it. I mean, many years ago, this is an old thing, but I, I speak on this a lot, is that Nintendo tends to market themselves as a toy. And I'm not talking about, like, the Amiibos and the collectibles and the cardboard box to children. I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking, like, they treat it like something that you're buying for your children that you don't really care about. Like, that's how they Mm -hmm. treat it. They don't treat it as like an art form or a sophisticated piece of hardware. Uh, So they don't look at it as, oh, there's going to be full-grown adults buying this thing and trying to optimize its performance, even though... Most of their audience at this point are full-grown adults buying this thing and trying to optimize mm-hmm. their performance and then letting their kids play. You know, like, you're a console. You're a console system, and this is an art form. And Nintendo is just one of those people. Like, they're the, they're the reason that games are even looked at as toys in the first place. Uh, they just – that's how they got it past a lot of, like, marketing – loopholes back when they first did the Nintendo Entertainment System and that's how they've done things since and Mm -hmm. it it hurts the industry it hurts the business but it also hurts us because we can't just read the box and see the store we have to look stuff up on like media outlets and sources like that and I really don't like the $70 like this is really like if you want the ice cream cool but you have to buy the cone, too. And I don't mm-hmm. I don't like that. I don't like the way that this is being pitched. I don't like the way it's coming out. I don't like that they've made us wait an extra year and a half for this game to then basically, you know, shove it up our asses. And I, yeah. I, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. And, and I'm going to say this right now. I won't be purchasing this game on day one. Not going to be happening. And I was excited for it, but... This is a bridge too far for me. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying everybody should hashtag boycott it or whatever, but like $70 and it's going to take up more than half my Switch. And I've got an SD card. I, I'm not going to put the room in there for that. I'm just not. Like, no, I'm not doing that. Uh, you got It's going to have to wait. Um, and I don't know. Maybe it never comes down. Maybe it does. I don't know. But this is this is too much. This is too much. Well, uh, Speaking
2: of waiting forever for things and uh, people shoving things up their ass, let's talk about this Metroid (laughs) Prime remaster. Uh, Mm. So, Mm. first things first. It feels so good. I I need to go and play back the tapes. Because anything that I was doing with my predictions when I did it the past two years... Two years. I had predicted it as the entire trilogy. Now That's true. Uh, That's it, true. I, I'm looking at it now on my sticky note on my computer. Okay. It does have uh for your prediction the Metroid Prime trilogy and Prime Four are announced. So I I'm willing to grant you
0: a half point. We're gonna have so to so argue that at the end of the year, champ. We'll That's see. We'll see what kind of full year. points you want then. Yeah, well, we'll see, champ. We'll see. But getting to the to the happy parts of things, I didn't put four in there with the trilogy when I was doing the thing. I'll go back and listen to it again. I I was going to. I want to see exactly how it was set. If it was just I didn't put four in there, unless four was a different was a different prediction. But I didn't put four in there with the same Metroid Prime trilogy. I said Metroid Prime trilogy. Is gonna be announced.
2: I yeah, I think the line of reason, the the line of reasoning for it was that the Prime trilogy is coming out, is gonna be coming out all in one go in the first half of the year, to get everybody ready for Prime Four in the back half of the year.
0: Okay, I think but that's what that it was. was not the prediction. The, that was like that's, the reason for the prediction. I'm not gonna take a half point what, because Prime Four was part of my reasoning. No, I'm only I'm willing to give you the half point
2: because of one single Metroid Prime game in the trilogy has been released. Now, that also said, there's no word on 2 and 3. There's no word on 4. But in typical Nintendo fashion, I think that they realize that they can absolutely make all of the money and all of the land if they don't do a port of the trilogy and just re-release the remasters of each individual game, because Lord knows when I was watching, <laughs> when I was watching the direct, uh, I was sitting there completely calm. They started the trailer and I already knew what it was. <laughs> and I rocketed it up and immediately grabbed the switch. I didn't even wait for it to finish. I immediately grabbed the switch and impulse bought prime immediately. <laughs>
0: I, okay all right um i think we're moving too far too fast i think we also need to point out that this was really your half point even if it was a half point to lose and you lost it to me yeah i think we need to rewind a little bit i don't think i i bathed in that too much no you like yeah go ahead i mean i see that you're past that already but like how does it make you feel that for the last two years you've predicted this, and if you had predicted it one more year one since more you year, went right first, yeah, it would have happened. Yeah, um, I, what's going through your head right now?
2: That's the thing. That's that's one thing that I had mentioned to you <laughs> after I had watched the uh, after <laughs> I would watched the direct. I have never been more emotionally confused <laughs> in my entire life. You did say because that to me. it was oh my god this. <laughs> That I have waited for literally years for, but at the same time, at what cost do I pay for this thing? Uh, <laughs> financial cost being $40, by the way. Which Wait, is, was that my crazy sandwich. one?
0: That was my crazy one, wasn't it? That was your crazy one. Oh, yes. so it's a full point, even if it's a half point, even if it's a half. T-
2: yeah, it's still going to be a full point.
0: Oh, man, I wish you could see my camera right now because I'm doing Uh, some dances. I'm doing some dances. All right, all right, all right. I I think Neil's had enough. I think Neil's had enough.
2: We can move Metroid Prime Remaster has shadowed. It shadow dropped
0: immediately. um, 50 bucks,
2: right? 40. $40. Okay,
0: all right. I want to ask you something before we continue. Uh, Don't worry. It's not another rehash of the joke. Uh, (laughs) Well, I want to ask you two things. Number one. And I won't judge you if you say no to this question. I won't judge you at all because I have games like that that I would say no to this. But could you can you stay objective about your opinion on this, given everything that you've experienced, how much you loved these games in the past? Can you stay objective about this remaster?
2: I think I can. Yeah.
0: Okay. So uh, second question: worth forty dollars? Worth a ten on IGN? Do you really think that that is correct? And accurate. And, and I want you to really think about it objectively. So objectively.
2: Uh, worth $40. While I was frustrated that I had to pay mm. $40 for it. Okay. I was thinking I was going to be paying maybe 30 for it. Mm-hmm. Um, from the complete retooling of some of the controls. Um, and some of like a, a lot of the visuals. Even the sound design and everything's been completely upped. It's. One step away from being one of those from the ground up rebuilds. Okay. Um, so worth $40.
0: Okay. Yes. I'm going to take um, your word for that then. Because And I, I wasn't setting you up to fight with you. I, I really... I, this is not my game. It's not my area. I'm probably not going to play this game. I do think that like coming from a Nintendo... From a company that has released... Three game collections for 40 or $50 for the last mm-hmm. like five years for them to release one that's $40 that's only one game. Kind of, I was like, why can't we have the second two in that? I don't understand why this is only yeah. $40. I think this is kind of shitty. But now, as for the
2: score of the 10 Ooh. on IGN, I did cut you off. I'm sorry. Uh, I. I would, with my glasses, my nostalgia glasses on, would absolutely agree with it because I personally have always thought of that game as being a 10. It was one of the very first Metroids I ever played. Metroid Fusion was the first. Metroid Prime was the second. Um, So it always has held a special place for me and especially comparing the original Prime, which was already held up pretty well to this remaster. It's good. That all said. Okay. For somebody who is completely unaware of the Metroid formula, completely unaware of how the game is supposed, like how the game is, was anything like that. And to somebody who is going to be getting into this sort of thing for the very first time, It's going to be a pretty good first-person shooter, single-player first-person shooter, but I would also say that I would put it more in the camp of an eight and a half.
1: Okay. All right.
2: Because there are some design things that initially, like, they didn't change the game. They didn't, like, retool difficulties and stuff like that. They updated the graphics, updated the sound design, and put in a new twin-stick control scheme. So the old way of playing is still there to where you can play it like the controls were before. Oh. You can also use motion controls, but they also have a modern shooter twin stick control option, which is how I'm playing right now actually. Which would
0: probably be pretty sweet, I think.
2: It is. It really is. It 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 completely changes how the game feels. But there's a lot of there's a lot of backtracking. There's a lot of if you don't know to scan shit, you're never going to progress in this game if you don't know the backtracking that you have to do in some cases, if you just happen to miss a hallway or happen to miss the wrong small rock blocking the way of something, you're going to be either beating your head off of a wall or going to a wiki walkthrough.
0: Um, I mean, in fairness, that's always how Metroid is though. Like every fucking Metroid. Metroid is like that.
2: That's always been Metroid, but the difference is on a 3d one, There's not a whole lot of, like, with a 2D, you're only looking at one single plane. You get that mini-map up in the corner. You kind of get the same mini-map in Prime, but the navigation of that, you have to be able to navigate in a three-dimensional space, first off. And second, you have to be able to read these symbols and objectively look at like how the model of the 3d map is because right. sometimes it'll have like oh there's a little weird alcove here i wonder <laughs> if there's something important in here because the room is shaped strange right you know it's kind of mandatory but all told i am very pleased with it absolutely 100 very pleased with it it's all i've been playing
0: lately well that's awesome nothing mm. wrong with that i i i mean i'm glad to hear that i i honestly wanted to go to you on this i'm not a huge metric guy never have been um respect for the games nothing but respect for the games just not my bag usually uh so this isn't one that i'm gonna spend 40 dollars on um but uh but yeah there was a couple of things that just seemed hinky to me mainly it was if i have any problem with it it's the that you know we've had so many collections from nintendo in the last like two or three years um Why? Why are they all fifty dollars and we get three games? And this is forty dollars and got one game. That's roughly the same size. Like if you really look at like the Super Mario collection that recently came out, the Three D All Stars, fifty dollars for Three D All Stars. Those games are about as big as Prime. Prime Mm -hmm. is on the same systems. There's not like I mean, Mm -hmm. Prime is a much more in depth story. I'm not gonna say it's not. I mean, you're comparing. Apples to or- oranges with the mascot thing, but if you're going just by like time and amount of content in there, it's the same thing. You know what I mean? So like that was the only thing that like really like leapt off the screen at me as like what the fuck is that about? You know?
2: So the one thing not to not to hold up too much on this point. No, that's fine. I think uh, these are the
0: big two, so we might as yeah. Well, yeah. As well, well there's spend one other thing.
2: In. There's one other thing, but it kind of ties into this a little bit okay uh what i think the the show was good and i love the stuff that they showed off that said uh they very clearly framed it as stuff that's coming in the first half of the year for the most part Mm -hmm. um we don't know what's coming in the second half of the year and nintendo likes to tease that sort of stuff at least Mm -hmm. and they really didn't so it almost seems like nintendo really doesn't have anything for this year outside of we have zelda Mm -hmm. we have this metroid uh remaster which is already out now and the other thing that was added to the nintendo online two things rather the game boy advance and game boy games
0: there's pikmin 4 too and there's a huge community well, for pikmin there's, there's 4 like pikmin i know it's not well, either guess. one of our games it's not our bag but there's a yeah. lot of people out there who yeah. are very excited for pikmin and 4. that's what
2: they actually opened the show uh, yeah. with was pikmin which is yeah.
0: great but uh yeah. i mean, it's, I mean just, it's not our bag but we should still at least give a little time to it just because it, it is a lot of people are waiting for that one that is a big one i don't know where that's dropping in relation to everything, uh, July twenty first. So. I was gonna
2: say, yeah. So that's the one. That's one that kind of falls outside of the quote unquote first half of the year. First half,
0: yeah. That's um, weird. Why they would frame it that way and then do that.
2: And um, open the show with right,
0: right. Uh, Game Boy and Game Boy Advance. Yeah, the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games are interesting. Um, I so I still have a problem with the whole. It, the whole expansion pass, I think, I still think it's overpriced, you know. Yeah. And like, I can't justify that much money for a, con- a collection of sixty-four games, Genesis games, and uh, Game Boy Advance games. The the jump is just so astronomical, especially if I wanted to get it so that my daughter, because we're we're now considering getting a family plan because my daughter has been playing more and more, uh, and you know, there's some really like, crappy stuff. Like, she just does not get to get into some of the cooler stuff. Like, the, we got uh, Switch Sports. Not to go on a tangent, we got Switch Sports for her for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Switch Sports is really cool. It's a really cool game. It's basically the, the sequel to Wii Sports. And I actually like this way better than I ever liked Wii Sports. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot more fun. But, like, they have an online component that's really good. Like, you go on, there's no chatting, it's just sticker based communication, and you play against other people. And there's always other people in there, it has a big community. But you earn, like, clothing options and stuff, which is perfect for her. She can't do that. She can't do it because she doesn't have an online account. Can't even put her in as a guest. And, like, that kind of stuff's just irritating. So now I've got to think about the family. Like, so that everybody can be online. So that jumps my price. And then if you're talking about the expansion pass, it, it just gets so high, so fast, you know?
2: Yeah, so uh, I don't know. Like, I kind of before... I, I had mentioned before last year I signed up for the expansion pass yeah. strictly for the fact that Paper Mario was on the Nintendo 64. Right. Um, and honestly, right after I picked that up, i beat paper mario and really hadn't played a whole heck of a lot of the game uh not GameCube, nintendo 64 stuff otherwise wave race came out on it i was big into wave race so i played a bit of wave race f-zero love f-zero that was on there too but outside of that i hadn't messed around with a whole lot of it and i was kind of thinking like you know is this is it really like overall like yeah i was hyped there in the moment because of the Nintendo 64, because of Paper Mario, like, oh, there's a whole nother swath of games available now mm-hmm. behind this additional, what was it, $20, $30 yep. yeah uh, for the year. Um, but you can only buy it in a year chunk. Right. So I was like, I, I don't know, you know, we'll it's see. a lot of money know, at one time. Like. Exactly. Yeah. But now with the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance stuff in there too... I don't know. Now I feel like it's actually kind of worth that price. Um, Now I think that's a personal, yeah, I I think it's a person. It's definitely a personal thing because, you know, if you think about that and you think about like, let's say, let's say somebody who really didn't have a game. It didn't have a Mm -hmm. game boy. really didn't play Nintendo 64 games. You know, sure. They may be curious about it, give it a shot, but I don't think that they are, I don't think that they're like, yeah, absolutely I need to get this because, you know, I want to play these games. Yeah. For that is targeted towards people like yourself, myself who mm-hmm. grew up in that era yeah. with that stuff and it's a nostalgia thing. Yeah. Because if there's one thing the companies have learned at this point is it, you can nostalgia sells immediately.
0: Oh yeah. oh yeah. Uh there's a reason that the streaming companies all still fight for friends. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. It's the comfort food. People want that. I I'm not gonna say I didn't. I'm not gonna say I wasn't tempted. There are tons of games because I'm. I was a Sega Genesis kid, and then I was a Nintendo 64 kid. Like, mm-hmm. like those were the systems I. I got first when I was a kid. And, like, I mean, they weren't. We both had a Nintendo first, but it was the whole families. And then we we didn't have a Super Nintendo, but we, like, I wanted the Genesis, and we got it for Christmas. You know what I mean? So I was very into Mm -hmm. it. And then I was all about the Genesis. Like, all about the Genesis all the time. That was the system. The thing is, is, and I really had to think about this, because I was like, "I, I really want that but I really started to think about it. And like, same with 64. I really wanted this Nintendo 64. Got it, got Star Fox. I have 100%ed Star Fox Nintendo 64. I mean, there's no achievements for it, but I've literally played through every ending, every map, every fight, multiple times. I got the secret ending in that game. I've done it all in that game. So I get this expansion pass. I think you see where I'm going with this. So I get this expansion pass. I download that. What is that for me at that point? And it's like, Mm -hmm. so for me, it's like, well, it'd be cool, but my daughter's not old enough to really enjoy it yet the way I did. So showing it to her isn't going to be the enjoyment for me and playing it. I've played it all. i played all of this game. Do I really want to spend an extra $70 to go through games that I've 100%ed or done already? You know what I mean? like Yeah. Like, same with the Genesis. Like, uh, um, Castlevania, um, the, the Genesis one. Is it Bloodlines? Uh, I believe it is Bloodlines, love yeah. Love Castlevania Bloodlines. Me and my brother played that one. He'd always play the Belmont. I played the one with the spear. We loved that game. We beat that game together that's one of those games that just holds a special place in my heart minute I saw that was announced and I was like I gotta get this and then I thought to myself wait a second wait a second wait a second is me getting this going to like give me the same magic of playing this with my brother in our pajamas Saturday morning before anybody had woken up to beat Dracula together no it's not we did that it's done like And don't get me wrong, I'm not insulting anybody for going back to something for nostalgia. That's not what I'm saying. It'd be totally okay if I did get Star Fox and play through it again. I'm just saying that, like, for that price tag for reruns, just bugs me a little bit. It just bugs me a little bit. You know what I mean? And I think that, and that's what this is. This is the, this is, this is comfort food reruns for me. I mean, the only thing that this thing holds is the, I've told you the whole... I I know I've told everybody in the audience the whole Ocarina of Time story for me. The only thing that this possibly held for me was the percentage that I could go back in and do that game over again. Like, I'm far enough away from what it did to me the first time that I could do it and actually finish the game. Because I've never actually seen the end of it. Because... Because... I was so close to the end of it, I didn't watch it when my brother beat it. But... I never could beat it because the glitch had already taken place.
1: Yeah.
0: So I've, I've never actually watched the end of it. So, like, that would have been one of those, like, unchecked things that I could check off. But still, like, sure, there's a couple of games in these collections that would be interesting. But is it worth that price tag? And and viewers out there, you're going to have to make that decision for yourself. We can't make that decision for you. That's, I think Neil's 100% right on that. I think it's kind of a personal opinion thing. It's personal. Like, what? how much does it matter to you? To have these at your fingertips, I think it's a little too pricey. Still, I do like the addition of the Game Boy to the normal side, uh, the like so that they gave something to the normal side, so that like they're not saying that everything's locked behind that huge price tag, yeah. which was nice. Um, but I don't know that the Game Boy Advance and that are worth it. That being said, there are a lot more libraries to come that they could add to this thing that might make it worth it, such as. You know, Game Boy, the Game Boy... Not Game Boy Advance, but the Game Boy... Uh, there's many different Game Boys coming up that they could easily add stuff to. They could they put have Color in
2: games in there for sure. The Game Boy Color, um,
0: they could do Game Boy uh, DS games. Uh, they could do... I guess, well, DS you could only do in handheld, but yeah. Yeah, probably. They, they, there's a lot of stuff that they could do with that. There's also the GameCube stuff that they could they potentially start adding. They put GameCube in there? Yeah. If they put
2: GameCube in there, I, I tell you straight up and down, I'll pay an extra 20 bucks on top of what I already pay
0: for it. I'd probably start pushing my chips in, too. I'm not going to lie. So, like, I, I think that for me it needs to go up a little bit. But uh, we've talked about this enough. I do want to talk about this next one, and this is another thing. This is another point. Uh, one of the things that kind of, like, I thought was a little messed up Uh, The Advanced War Collection 1 and 2 reboot Uh, is finally coming. It's the So just for everybody out there who isn't familiar, this game was supposed to come last year, Mm -hmm. uh, way early. But then, you know, a war broke out in the Ukraine. Nintendo decided it was not probably a good idea to make a game about war that's very cartoonish. Uh, So even though these games had already been made a long time ago and it was just a, a remaster, they decided to delay it. Which... I'm all for sensitivity. I think this was a little stupid. (laughs) I don't think anybody would have seen Advanced Wars come out and gone, oh yeah, this is definitely the Ukraine. I'm offended by this, but whatever. Uh, That being said, hey, you delayed it, it's fine. But they delayed it for a really long time. Now Mm -hmm. it's not coming out until this March. But here's my thing. Here's my real insensitivity thing. You launch a game that's a remaster for $40, and on the same show, you announce another collection that's two full games for basically the same price. Like, maybe wait until a different show for that? I don't know. Like, this is the kind of stuff that I was talking about earlier with the Metroid Prime, where, like, why are we only getting one Metroid Prime game for four forty dollars when every other collection they release is multiple games?
2: Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it might be one of those. I think it's a calculated decision. Uh, in the case of Prime, I think that there's enough demand for those Metroid games that they know that they can sell them standalone. I would yeah. love to see what the, what the yeah. sales numbers are for the prime remaster since it's launched because i'm sure i'm not the only person who the second they saw that it was there and it's available today went and downloaded it immediately
0: yeah they've really whipped them into a frenzy haven't they like it's kind of it's kind of ridiculous that's
2: that's the thing is i feel like nintendo also does this thing like they feed off nostalgia but they also feed off of starvation for Mm -hmm. content yep uh and we've talked about before how they intentionally make their shit scarce so that way whenever it is available then it drives you know it drives crazy sales the classic yeah. the the mini classic consoles perfect example um the uh what's it called that that mario collection that we were talking about same situation
0: yep. yeah yeah, yeah. Ooh. Are you yawning? Oh, sorry about that. Are you yeah. yawning that, on camera? Came out of that Came out of
2: completely nowhere. Unacceptable. Um, you know that that's always been Nintendo's bag. Yeah. And I feel like that's exactly what they're doing with Metroid. I feel like they knew that they weren't going to have the demand for the Advance Wars that they had for Metroid, and that's why they did it the way that they did.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, all right. So I, the rest of this stuff to me is kind of nothing. Uh, and uh, I don't want to glaze over everything, so do you want to, like, pick out, like, one or two things to talk about? Because none yeah. of these things really, like – like, there's some things that are in here that I guess we could talk about, but they don't really uh, matter that much to me. There's, there are
2: two things that I really okay. want to talk about, Let's honestly. do it. Let's talk about it. One of them is just, like, a what the fuck, and that's what I'm going with first. This uh, Disney Illusion Island looks like a goddamn fever dream. Yeah, it does. Yeah,
0: It does, <laughs> it does. It does it looks oh, really crazy. God, it looks, it looks really crazy. so
2: weird. Um, I, I will
0: agree with that. I will 100% agree with that. And it looks like, I don't know, like it's got this weird edge to it. It's like the creators of Ren and Stimpy did Disney. Yes. It's very strange.
2: Yes, that's exactly what yeah. it looks like. I don't know how um, this got
0: green light. Yeah, yeah, I have no idea. I just don't. I just don't.
2: Uh and then honestly, the other one that I really wanted to mention, okay. That Dead Cells Return to Castlevania. Looks oh really cool. man. It really does. It does and the thing really that cool. sucks is it's not a standalone thing. You right. have to have Dead Cells to be able to play it. I want so badly.
0: I think Dead Cells so is still on Game Pass, dude.
2: Oh, yeah, I guess. I mean,
0: uh, well. It, just buy the DLC I mean, and download it through Game yeah, Pass. That's true. There, I fixed your problem. Fixed it. Thanks. No problem, man. No problem. That's what I'm here for. I'm here for um, for, for help. Oh, and I did
2: forget about that, uh, that Tron identity. That graphic identity. That still novel. looks interesting.
1: Yeah, it, it looks, still interesting. looks interesting. I don't.
2: I think it's a very calculated move, them mentioning it, because uh, details are starting to come out about the third Tron movie now that's yeah. actually, like, getting, like, some traction.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, so I would be very interested to see how that shakes out. It's not going to be, like, a game. It's more like a graphic novel narrative thing. Yeah. Um, but I will be interested to see that when it finally comes out.
0: I am really, really, really also interested to play that Kirby game. The uh, the, the remake or the remaster. The oh, Dreamland, yeah. The Return of Dreamland. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I've heard it's good. And I, I, I like Kirby. I'm a Kirby guy. Don't fault me i for uh, being a Kirby guy. i for being a Kirby guy. Uh, all right, uh, that's the Nintendo Direct for me, anyway. I mean, Professor Layton's yeah. coming back. If you guys are all entertained by that, that's great. I don't know shit about Professor Layton, so I'm not gonna try and talk about him on this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not that I have anything against him. I just don't know anything about him, so I'm not gonna tr- insult people by trying to like talk about him. There's a bunch of stuff like that on this show. Um. So yeah. So you want to hit fan traction then, man? fanter action we're starting over i don't need your shit today i don't know <laughs> i've had enough shit and puke in this house don't Donate, oh, Donate. it i feel so bad and
2: i knew something i thought about i thought about messaging you too whenever i saw that you were canceling your stream because you would use the term violent, violent
0: And I was like, oh, God, is he okay? (laughs) Uh, People out there, if I use the term violent illness, I am vomiting. I I don't even think I used that term when I was sick with COVID. (laughs) I said violent illness because it was violent. I haven't vomited in like 12 fucking years until Thursday. Ugh. Okay. All right. All right. So, uh, and now if I don't put that fucking opening in, nobody's going to understand what we're talking about. Nope. Uh, I don't want to put that opening in though. All right. Uh, going, uh, well, what am I going in? We're going to go to odds and ends, guys. (laughs) (laughs)
1: It's been a long weekend. Horrible gaming podcast.
0: All right, we're back. I guess. With accidents uh, I I think Neil only has two, but I have five. Yeah. Ooh,
1: so God I guess I should damn. start this
0: off, right? If you uh, yawn on fucking camera stop, one more man. time. Are you fucking kidding me?
2: Should, should I like hide my should I like hide my face? Yeah, here?
0: You Do something, man. Try not to look so tired to be here. <laughs>
2: I mean, to be fair, it's as it stands right now, it's ten forty seven. I normally go to bed at like ten now on a regular basis. Look. Look. I remember when we recorded and we wouldn't be done until like one thirty two in the morning. And it was like,
0: Hey, it's fine.
2: Ah, yeah. No, let's do it.
0: We'll just record again.
2: I get the fuck text and just like ah yeah, it's fine. We'll just jump back on and do it again.
0: Welcome to the Now it's like yeah, now it's just like, please kill me. You were I, the I, one who was fine. I was never the one who was fine with the fucktet. You'd be like, it's all right. We could do it. And I'm like, mm, no, yeah, it's no, six-year-old, 6 a.m. 6 uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's uh, let's get into these odds and ends. I guess I'm going first since yeah. I've got five. I'm going to start with the big one, which is Ubisoft made some weird comments about E3. Weird ass comments about E three. I don't know if you saw these, but uh,
1: uh, when uh, think- when
0: on a shareholder call, I uh, Guillermo Mick fucky Mick fuck uh, <laughs> was uh, was asked uh, if they were gonna have a presence at E three, and he mm. said, "We will definitely have a presence at E three if E three happens." Oh yeah, I heard about this. I'm like, wait a second. Uh... E three is like a month away, bro. What do you mean you don't have like? Shouldn't the checks be in the mail by this point? Like, I'm very confused by these sentences because E3 is like right around the corner, you know? Well, what gets me too
2: is like everything that's gone on. The, the ESA has like basically made the rounds mm-hmm. by, I, I can't remember if it's just like them putting out a statement or like some guy as a figurehead who speaks for them. Just like reassuring everybody. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Of course E3 is happening. What are you guys talking about? Yeah. E3 is happening.
0: Yeah. I don't know what they're going to fucking have at E3. And I yeah.
2: know they know that they don't know what they're going to have at E3.
0: I mean, uh, but- especially if one of the major companies doesn't even know if it's going to like, Does isn't even sure that E3 is happening, even though E3 is saying E3 is happening. You know, right? Like that—that's weird to me. That's that's weird when the CEO's like, "Yeah, if it happens, sure, we'll go." Like, if it happens, it's tomorrow, bro. Like, I don't understand what you're talking about. Uh, so I don't know. That's real weird to me. So now I kind of feel like maybe E3 happening is a lie. I don't know. I think, you know what? I think is going to happen. I think that this is going
2: to be the last one. Mm. I think that they're going to say, yeah, e three is going to be a thing. And they're going to see just the wet fart that it winds up being. And they're like, you know what? We've see that we no longer have a place for it. Yeah. Uh, they may take E3 to like condense it or like say like, This is the time. Let's all organize together and like make it all about games. So, like, Mm -hmm. it'll be a hybrid sort of primarily digital show. It's going to be, I'm sure, I'm sure Keeley's going to find a way into it and and, like, you know, segue it into his summer fuckfest. His poison Um, and fix
1: us all.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I think I don't think E3 goes away permanently forever. I think E3 ends up. Turning into what every one of these fucking summer game gaming fan yeah. fest shows are. I think the only live show that's left out there is Gamescom, and I don't know how they do it anymore. You know, so like I think that uh, I think that yeah, yeah. I I think it turns into one of these digital um, circle jerks, basically. Yeah. Uh, should I go with another one? You only got the two, right? Yeah. Go ahead with another one. Alright, so this one's uh, for Jason out there and some of the other people who are waiting for Valheim to come to console. It's coming in March. They have not given a specific date, but they said that is what they are aiming for, March 2023, for the console release of Valheim to Xbox. And it will be Day 1 Game Pass. I mean, it was already Day 1 Game Pass. It was just PC only because it was PC only. But yeah, if you're interested in playing Valheim on the console, it's coming, guys. you got a short wait. Uh, less than 30 days or so or around 30 days or so, I'm a little bit over, whatever. I don't do math. Uh, all right. So I guess I've got three. You've got two. Uh, I'll go with one of mine right,
2: right. now. Cause Knock the two that I have are really pretty short. Okay. Uh, the first one that I have is it's very dated, uh, because this happened before Nintendo's direct. Okay. Um, Apparently somebody got the bomb squad called, uh, at California state university. <laughs> really? <laughs> Nintendo direct. Uh, wow. so a student sent an email out saying that a once in a lifetime event was going to happen and that cl- classes should be canceled that day for the good of humanity. Somebody took that email <laughs> Which was, of course, I'm sure was intended to be a joke by some <laughs> shit idiot kid. And said, oh my sweet Christ, somebody's going to blow, blow the up. school up. <laughs> <laughs> Classes should be
0: canceled for a once in a lifetime event. Do you Holy imagine this fuck. kid getting like his apartment stormed by SWAT? And he's just like, I just thought everybody should see tears from the kingdom, man. That's, yeah. that's it. They're talking about Zelda. yeah i mean that's funny it was
2: there's there's just things you can't say anymore (laughs) and like phrasing that you can't use just don't say school Uh, should
0: be canceled period
2: yeah yeah don't don't say that school should be canceled because something's gonna happen
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah um all right, uh, jumping in. Uh, this kind of goes on the edge of a lot of the games of service games having problems lately, uh, which continues to be kind of a trend. Um, Multiverses is falling apart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it is down to only under 1,000 concurrent players. However, however, this is another one of those that's really weird because like we talked about this, and it was kind of like, The discussion of whether it's a bubble that's bursting or whether it's, you know, just coincidence. You know what I mean? Because like, like a few of these are shovelware and they should be shut down. Then you've got like one or two that are good games that shouldn't go away. And are just didn't get the player base, and then you've got a couple other one, and then you've got a bunch of others that are going down for completely different reasons that have no other nothing to do with it. Multiverses has had no content updates whatsoever. They've just kind of gone dark on its development, which makes no fucking sense to me. Like you started a games as service, you know, you decide hey we got a games as service, it takes off, everybody loves it, and then you just stop making shit for it. What are you doing? Like. You actually hooked people, you know? The thing that Rumbleverse couldn't do. <laughs> what are you doing? So the big frustration with multiverses is a lack of outgoing content and a lack of the, uh, other stuff. It actually brings me back to, uh, I had been talking to uh, our man on the street, Philbilly330, <laughs> and uh, he had made some mention that he kind of felt like... Um, a lot of the indie game developers shouldn't even get into it uh, because just the market is too flooded right now like even if you have a good idea it gets lost we also talked about something else that I don't love and it's just it lights up a a thing in your brain like a lot of these games they uh, they kind of prey on people's like addiction like not even addiction but your predilection for addiction and that's why those people just keep going back to like a Fortnite or a Call of Duty or something. They're already hooked, you know what I mean? They're not going to walk away from that drug. It doesn't matter how good your drug is, you know? Right. So, I don't know. It's it's a tricky situation right now. Uh, there's a lot of stories on IGN about Games of Service not having a bubble that's bursting. I don't think Games of Service is bursting, so to speak. I think, again, people attack it as we'll release a free-to-play and then we'll just get paid from it. Whereas you're not looking at it as you have to take market share away from other games of service. And if everybody's releasing games of service, you know what I mean? Like, like games of service is about an outstanding concurrent player base. That's what that is. That's how you make money. Whereas single-player narrative games are about units sold, period. You sell the units. You move them off the shelf. doesn't matter if anybody ever plays that fucking game. You got their $60 dollars whereas with games of service it's not about that you have to you have to engage people they have to decide to leave whatever other fucking weird games of service they're in to go to yours and they have to decide to stay there and I'm not hating on games of service guys I play games of service I like games of service but again to be in a games of service that's what you have to do that has to be the model these developers like just put one of those out we'll make money on microtransactions to make money on microtransactions you have to have players you know
2: yeah and uh you know i think too this situation with multiverses um i as we talked about before i'm of course in the camp of it's a bubble that's bursting but in the case of multiverses i don't know warner brothers has had a lot of shit going on and i feel like that is a side effect of all the shit that's been going on that's true. I don't- I don't think it I don't think it's anything inherently to do with the game itself. I think it's more so higher up decisions that were made because there's been a whole flurry of them coming through lately with their with their DCEU stuff, uh, just Warner Media in general, between acquisitions, shutting down, you know, services channels, shows, stuff like that. I think that they may have Shuffled people around in their games divisions, it's and possible. they've just they've just lost in that. They've lost the people that they may or may not have had to put the time and effort into multiverses, and then it's just like company doing company decisions. Critical That's, mistake. I think it's.
0: I mean, they had yeah. actually had people there. They actually had a player base. It's just yeah, critical mistake. I don't think we're looking at a bubble bursting. I think what we're looking at is what we need to look at, which is shovelware finally getting the fuck out of the market so that the actual developers that do this can continue to do this, you know. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think that developers out there, you need to stop looking at games of service as a quick payday because it's not. Right. a quick a quick payday is Uncharted Five. That's a quick payday. You need to stop looking at games as service as that. Like it's just not. I mean, and, and Uncharted Five wouldn't be a quick payday, but you know what I mean. Like that's how you get the big money right then and there, because nobody can turn Uncharted Five back in. There's no return policy. There's a return policy on free-to-play games. You don't play them. Like, okay, we can we can wrap up on that. Do you want to uh, do your last one, or you want me to do uh, yeah, one? Actually, cause it? Yeah, actually, because it kind of piggybacks well oh, off sure. of uh, what we were
2: talking. Uh, So, speaking of Warner Brothers and their just dumb decisions, um, (laughs) uh, they decided to put Gotham Knights on sale in honor of Bruce Wayne's birthday. What better way to celebrate the birth of Bruce Wayne than to put the game on sale in which he's fucking dead? (laughs) Just. Just, just, mmm, mm, chef's kiss right there. That yeah, that's just
1: pretty
0: like, fucking stupid. <laughs> idiocy.
2: Absolute 100% idiocy.
0: That's pretty fucking dumb. <laughs> uh, that's good. Um, Division 2, uh, another game's a service, but this is, again, another weird problem they're having uh, where they released a patch that made the game unupdatable. They can't can't update the game. What the Uh, fuck? This could be resolved because this was an an early one that I added to my list. Uh, I think even before the review show had come out. So this could have been resolved by then. But, yeah, this was like a situation where, like, basically Division 2 released a patch. And then from that point on, they couldn't update it. And then they were trying to fix it because it was, like, embedded in the code or whatever. So, Yeah. I don't know what's happening with that. I think that's really interesting. Um, kind of uh,
2: looking at this here. Did you find see. an article about it? I'm I'm looking real quick. Well, I'll go on so my- okay. Can you- yeah. From what it looks like, uh, it it was something to do with the system by which they deliver updates. Yeah. 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 Uh, so it could potentially be a hardware failure at the server level that oh, they used to send out
0: information. Yeah,
2: yeah the, that they use to send out the updates but they're still
0: kind of trying to figure it out <laughs> um, So that's like two weeks <laughs> ongoing then, which is a real bummer, because again, Division and Division 2 are solid games. Division 1 had some issues with their DLC stuff, uh, and a big security breach, and then ubisoft had announced that division two had underperformed which surprises me because that game i don't know with this going on but that game actually still had a decent player base Mm -hmm. even now uh but uh but yeah like they're solid games it's a bummer that this this kind of shit happens um all right so my last one then right we're done yeah uh i always have to shout this out it's a quick one it's an easy one but i always have to shout these out when they happen but uh dead island 2 uh has been moved up and its announced release date was april 28th it is now up to april 21st so an entire week ahead of its original release this is the only the second time that i've ever heard of this of course the first time being the true game of the year last year, Sifu, uh, was moved up a week. Um, but yeah, I, I gotta shout it out when it happens. In the world of delays and delays upon delays, you gotta shout out whenever anybody says, oh, we're gonna move it up. I will, of course, have to point out that Dead Island 2 has been delayed for like 13 fucking years. Many so, years. Many, so, many years. So... There's that being rewarded but for your patience. You get it you get seven days back, guys. <laughs> seven days back. Uh, nonetheless. You, <laughs> yeah. Hey, it, it got moved up, so it's a little bit of a good news uh, there. And then that's it. That's it for odds and Ends, unless you got anything else to add, man. No, no, I don't. Let's fucking stop talking then and be done. Yes. Alright. We're gonna come back and talk some more and then stop talking and be done. <laughs>
1: horrible gaming podcast ladies and gentlemen
0: boys and girls that brings us to the end of the show and the shameless self-promotion that comes with it Neil do you have anything specific you would like to plug yes um, if I remember correctly uh, does he remember the we date de- we're going to have to see if he remembers the date mm-hmm. without checking your phone I can see you Neil I'm actually here. I just stopped moving.
1: Nice. <laughs> I really thought you
0: froze. I was about to switch over to Discord. I gotta give you points for that one. You got me on that one. You got um, me. Yeah, now I'm gonna come to is, your house and kill you. No, I'm just kidding. Is it not this Wednesday? It is not. You did not is, get the dates right. It's not
2: this. It's next Wednesday. Oh no, wait.
0: No, it is this Wednesday. You're this right. was,
2: yeah, it is this Wednesday. Yeah, I was supposed to say. I'm pretty sure it's this dude, Wednesday.
0: Dude, vomit and poop. Uh, yeah, this, and Wednesday, is this Wednesday. We're doing You Suck at
2: Parking again. You Suck at Parking. We Mm -hmm. had such a good
0: time with that. We are doing it again. Yes. Yes, we are. We are. I'm very excited to do that again with both Neil and his lovely wife, Kayla. Uh, It will be a fun, stand-up, wonderful time uh, with a lot of swearing and basically me and Neil's wife abusing Neil, which is... As it is wants to do on the Wednesday stream. Just so you guys know, you won't be able to see them play. You only ever get to see me play and them scream, which is even (laughs) more confusing to watch as a stream. I don't know if it's a good stream to watch, but it's fun to listen to. Um, Yes, we are doing that this Wednesday. There's a bunch of other stuff happening. I need two special plug. Um, Monday, we had to, because of sickness... Uh I had to move off the T-Shop playthrough finale from last week to this Monday. Uh so if you're listening to this or watching this, it was this last Monday. Um myself was a dress fight hopefully finished the entire game. Uh hopefully didn't get postponed again cuz then I would look like a real asshole. Um but yeah, we're, we're finishing up our last T-Shot playthrough. It's some really interesting role-playing a lot of fun if you're at all interested in the TTRPG side. We're trying to do a little bit more of that here on the channel. Um, also, uh, Tuesday morning, instead of my normal stream, we're going to do a special Danny Wharton stream uh, because it's her birthday. So we're going to be streaming State of Decay for her birthday, and she's finally forcing me to play Lethal with her. Uh, lethal mode which is just the worst uh, but I'm going to play that <laughs> I'm going to play that with her uh, on uh, Tuesday at 11am then of course normal streams uh, Amateur Hour still playing River City Girls 2 greatest brawler ever uh, Tuesday night 9.30 uh, Hard Rock Horror will be hopefully back this week Friday 11am uh, and then I'm and then Phil Billy's been filling in the spots with uh, Road to Bellador's Gate uh, so check him out Uh, when he does that of course we've got tons of things to offer on the channel ton of let's plays Um, if I can give one more special uh, shout out it is to the Womanizer's Guide to Axiom it is a narration and a written thing we are doing it in concert with WizardsDressBite.com to read the story if you want to listen to the narration which is done by myself and Mark Bell uh, you can check that out on our channel here Um, and Honestly, if you want to give Wizard the view and us the view, you can go to the channel. You go to Wizard Dress by Check it out on WizardDressByte.com. And our little YouTube video is right there embedded in it. So you can watch the YouTube video through him and everybody wins. Um, but it's, it's really cool. Myself and Mark Bell played a game about five years ago for... Well, we finished it about five years ago, but we played it for about two years straight, and it was just this huge campaign, uh, this is huge character, uh, character's story arc that is really cool and a lot of fun. I hope you guys check it out. We're very happy to actually get to like put it out there for people to see because we were very proud of it at the time. Uh, and that's it, everybody. Everybody, that's it. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, you guys can contact us on Facebook, at DH on Twitter, at omandgaming Nine. You can join our Discord links in the description below. Influences and all of our shows. Please check out William Hohan and Bloody Nose's YouTube channel. They helped us out last week. Gotta give them shout-outs this week. And then other than that, as long as you keep watching and listening, we'll keep making them. See you guys next time. It's completely reset. All of the settings. That's why I oh, wasn't recording.
1: Jesus. I thought it
0: was. I thought it was canceling out my mic again, like before. But no, yeah. it was. It had reset every setting that it had ever had on the audio department. So I had to reset up the the headset. I had to reset up the microphone. All all things. Get pop filter back in the fucking I have had a fucking weekend. Oh uh, yeah. Thursday, Phil brings kids over. I, I I had had the poops that morning. I was feeling a lot of it, but yeah, just the poops, you know. And I'm 41 and old, so I get the poops sometimes. It happens. Yeah. So he's over here. He even asked, he's like, are you okay?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm just feeling a little bit off." Okay. He leaves. I'm feeding Lila. 20 minutes later, I have to get up, place Lila down in the playpen as fast as humanly possible, run to the bathroom, <laughs> and vomit, vomit oh, everywhere. God. And shit myself. So I'm oh vomiting and poop's coming out of my ass. There's two toddler children <laughs> in the other room. Now crying because they think I'm literally dying in the other room. <laughs> oh I vomit no. a bunch. Poop myself a bunch. I'm like, great, this is awesome. I immediately realize can't do this day. Got to call Phil back. That's awesome. Got to tell my employer he's got to turn back around from going to work and come get his kids because whatever i have they're not gonna want them to have yeah so I, I hit the number i call him as he's picking up i feel the vomit coming more vomit oh coming. no so this is what happens he picks up hey what's up everything okay phil you gotta come pick him up I'm vomiting <laughs> oh <laughs> i hit the hang up button I don't hit the hang up button. I think I hit the hang up button. <laughs> Drop the phone on the floor, proceed to vomit and poop myself more on a bathroom floor, in the basement. His kids are outside the room, in the in the room, crying. I can't get to them. So basically it's like, he's just listening to me vomiting Then every so often me going, it's okay, it's okay. I'll be out as soon as I can. You're fine. It's all right. Uh. So this goes oh. on for like a minute and a half, two minutes, and then I just hear this ethereal verse uh, voice because I, I didn't hang up on him. Just say, "All right, I'm turning around." Oh, no! <laughs> That's when I realized he's still on the line. Basically, all of Thursday, I just puked and shit myself and had. And what was even worse is, for some reason, <laughs> the puking made me dehydrate so fast. Oh, that yeah. I just had cramps everywhere. I've never had this oh. problem before, but like really tight. You know the like leg cramps you get in the middle of the oh, night. Yeah, like oh, yeah. really tight, brutal cramps all over my body. So like I couldn't sleep. I like it. It was terrible. It was it was actually absolutely terrible. Absolutely terrible. So all Thursday goes by. Friday I'm tired. I'm sick. But I'm finally out of it. I quarantine myself in the spare bedroom. So I don't even sleep in the comfy bed. I'm in the spare bedroom. That usually gives me cramps anyway. Mm -hmm. Just so that my kid and my wife don't get sick. Do you want to know why? Hmm. I'm going to tell you why. Even though you didn't ask. You should have known that was rhetorical. Because I said huh.
1: Because Saturday...
0: Saturday, she was going over to her aunt's for the first ever two-day-in-a-row sleepover. Oh. So me and the wife were going to get a full weekend. And and I'm going to say right now, six years of fatherhood, of oh, parenthood. I can count on one hand the amount of times before today, actually even including today, that we've taken a night off. So this was huge. Huge. We had lots of plans. Lots of romantic plans. Stella and Melissa start vomiting and shitting themselves on Friday. Yeah, I'm not even better yet. So I'm like, okay, plug up the butt because you got to stand against the waves. So now I'm, yeah. So now we're watching Stella like a hawk because Stella is way more concerned about not being able to go to her sleepover. Oh, than yeah. vomiting which is a whole nother conversation I'm holding her hair while pukes coming out of her trying to calm her down just to, trying to just get her to focus on the problem at hand which is <laughs> things are coming out of the wrong end she's more yeah. worried about a sleepover that's reschedulable she somehow bounces back and is fine by Saturday morning so she gets to go me and the wife well, I'm better mostly by Saturday. Melissa isn't. She sleeps all day Saturday. Today, we barely got out of bed. So yeah, romantic 48 hours (laughs) of sick aftermath, basically.